0: This episode from the life of Sherlock Holmes will be transmitted to our men and women overseas by shortwave and through the worldwide facilities of the Armed Forces Radio Service.
1: Welcome, fellow Sherlockians. I'm Mike, and I'm Tom, and this is, is I Heart Sherlock. Sherlock. Welcome back, everybody, for episode twelve, and we are going to be discussing the Silver Blaze, or I'm sorry, Silver Blaze. Mm. Uh, it's the beginning of the memoirs mm. of Sherlock Holmes. Show My story favorite collection. It's it, Tommy's favorite. Um, I enjoyed this story; it was a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I do. A, I am going to be impro- improvising slightly, so I took notes, copious, copious notes on this story. <laughs> And lo and behold, this evening, before this recording takes place, my car was broken into.
0: Uh,
1: That's no joke. Yeah. <laughs> and um, they they took the two bags that I had in there and they had books in them. And um, yeah, so jokes on them. I hope they like Sherlock Holmes. <laughs> um, my notebook was in there, so I don't have my notes for this story. And also, too, they took Volume One out of the two-volume set of the annotated Sherlock Ooh, Holmes. That that's I the
0: real like. tragedy.
1: That is the real tragedy. <laughs> <laughs> Fortunately, nothing nothing of monetary value was taken, but a piece of my soul has died. Uh, <laughs> but that's how so, devoted Mike is yes. to Sherlock Holmes. That's It man, we cut out. Do we? We cut up. The cardboard and the plastic bag, man, me and Charlie just (laughs) freighting that back one day after the cops left. And I'm like, I'm on my way. Tom here was on the phone with me and he's like, you know, we don't have to do this tonight. And I'm like, no, yes, we do. I said, I promise you I'll be there soon. The pizza place called me and it's like, hey, man, you picking this pizza up? I'm like, yes, I am. I just told them what happened. Like, yo, I'm so sorry, man. Like, You take all the time you need. I'm like, thank you, sir. So, here we are. (laughs) Still charging (laughs) for the pizza, though. Still charging for the pizza, though. So, they were sort of sorry. Sort of sorry, but they still charged the late fee. They had to keep the oven running to keep the pizza running. (laughs) That's it. 9.50 at night. We are finally kicking off instead of 8.30. But, uh, yes. Silver Blaze. So, according to various Sherlockians and Holmesians... This took place between Thursday, September twenty fifth, Tuesday, September twenty uh, September thirtieth, eighteen ninety. I love that specific date that they figured yes. out. That's awesome. Uh, it is pretty cool how they discern that they use certain and, and all, they derive it all from the short story. There's certain you know when it talks about um, when the sun was setting, uh, a lot of different factors that they use to draw a conclusion to. What time of year it was, yeah. what month, even down to like, okay, they have this horse race. Horse race wasn't on that day that they said it was in right. the story. Yeah. But there was a s there was a race that took very close place to this one. And so that's how they do that. And that's that's playing the game, which we yeah. talked about before. Yep. And it's it's really fascinating. Um some of it can be a little tedious, and I'm like, good for you, man. Like the research <laughs> is solid. I'm like, it's yeah. awesome. But I'm like, well, we'll get to that, but there's this one, one thing that somebody really dug deep into. Tom, <laughs> all right, I'm and um, ready. I'm ready for I'm that like, when we get to that. Wow, I'm like I wouldn't even think to try to analyze that. Yeah, but they did. Hey, that's why so. I'm
0: glad we can benefit from those who have done that research.
1: <laughs> Absolutely, and I will read all about it. That's it, man. Oh yeah, It's coming up real quick. Yeah. So, um, all right so this this happens pretty quick they get on this tram all right Tom? they do yes, and um again um just uh fueling our theory here, Watson says when therefore he suddenly announced his intention <laughs> of setting out for the scene of the drama it was only what I had both expected and hoped for <laughs> not working no because I mean look, I hope for a day off That's so it. you know mm-hmm.
0: Uh, I don't expect one, as Watson does, but I hope for one. That's the difference
1: between Watson and I, is I go to work. so crazy. It's so nuts. I'm like, I did not even think we would uncover a thread like this. I'm like, dude, man, it seems like it's real. It's real. Like, we're not, like, imagining this. No, this we've is... come
0: close to Watson actually working before. We have. We, but, you know. He's even interacted with a patient before he's abandoned that patient.
1: Yeah, but I think uh, yeah. I think so far the the engineer's thumb is the closest we've seen to him working. Yes, and even then we wanted to know where he got his degree in medicine from. Yeah, because it was pretty much just uh, drink a lot of this and uh, and let's go see Sherlock Holmes. It's a heavy object that did this. Yeah, you might say, like a cleaver. Yeah, just like a cle- it is a cleaver. <laughs> What do you think, Rob? I think you're missing your thumb. Oh! Oh, how about oh my gosh, so so I am. I'm glad I came to you, Dr. Watson. Get you, Doc. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anyway, that's
0: not this story. That is
1: not this story. <laughs> but yeah, they um they briskly board a train.
0: It's not too often that Holmes decides to like take something up on his own. Correct. Like nobody. We don't see somebody came to the, you know, and explained, you know, mm-hmm. oh, somebody took this or I'm hurt or so I got a letter, you mm-hmm. know, uh, Sherlock Holmes is like, hey, you know what? I want to solve this. Yeah. I guess he's really into the
1: <laughs> horse races. <laughs> Apparently he was desperate. Um, I mean, he was desperate and like, this was a nationalized yeah, thing. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's all over the newspapers, like everybody's got their hands on it already. And that's what he said. He's like, "I figured, you know what? I mean, where are you going to hide this horse?" Yeah. Like they don't need me. They're going to this is going to clear up in a day. Right. Yeah. So like and Watson's like surprised when Holmes tells him they did contact me. I didn't go because I thought, for those reasons, they don't need me. Horses are big. That's it. You can't know. hide them, especially a, a prize winning thoroughbreds <laughs> with a silk, with a white streak on them. It's very hard to hide them. Um, so that's why they he boarded a train when they he got word that yeah. like they still haven't found him. He's like, okay, this might be interesting. Um, and so they're on this train, and they are headed toward, uh, headed for Exeter, first class carriage. I wish, man. Maybe we should do that one day. We'll take our wives. We'll go on like a a train trip. Oh please! Like yes. one of these replica, you know, like these yeah. reenactment type deals. Because I think that would be freaking so <clears throat> much fun. Um, Listen, I I um,
0: I think because of Holmes stuff, especially mm-hmm. like the movies where like everything's on a train, or yeah. even just you know i'm just an old movie old tv show guy Likewise, you know yeah. and um so uh, a friend of mine not that long ago uh took a train trip i do forget where mm-hmm. and uh they she said oh i got a compartment i'm like whoa 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 You got a, <laughs> compartment? a compartment and so all these old movies start flashing yeah. through my mind of these com- i'm like Listen, you got to take pictures of the compartment. I've never been in a train compartment. Yeah, man. So she sent uh, my wife and I <laughs> a video of her giving a tour mm-hmm. of her train compartment. That's I'm fantastic. like, that's great. Oh, man. That's cool. I wish we were there. So, yeah, I'm all for that. As long as It'd we get fun. some compartments, you know? Absolutely. I want to pull some curtains over and, <laughs> yeah. you know, or
1: solve burst. a mystery, you that's know, it, whatever man. we got to do. That's it. I'm bringing I'm, my hat. I'm, that's it, man. We will we will saddle <laughs> up and ride, sir. <laughs> but it's true, and a lot of times they like we get the details of the case when they're on this train. Yeah. yeah. Like a lot of, most times it's in two two one B. Yeah, you're right. Um and in this case it's no, we're on a train, man, and we are headed out. Yeah. And that's when they discuss all the notes of this case. Yeah.
0: And Holmes sort of
1: plays the role that the um
0: Client. The client usually plays yeah. by describing the situation, uh, but Holmes does that specifically to Watson right. to kind of fill him in on what
1: he already knows. Agreed. Yeah. Um, and that's true. Um, and I think the, was it the the last story we did, um, it was Watson that was given most of the details to Holmes. Yes, I think so. I think it was the barrel coronet. Um, or was it the one, Yeah. Colonel Cornet was yes, the last story. I do believe so. Um so yeah, they're they're sharing these details. Now this is where the de- we get into the details that I was talking about that I'm like good on you and it's it's incredible scholarship by the way. So don't don't misunderstand that. Um but they even go the the route of trying to estimate what time this train left the station <laughs> to bring Holmes and Watson to their destination. Oh my goodness. Yeah, man, and like they're looking through time schedules for (laughs) trains back then. Like it's, it's pretty cool the way they, the way they did this. This guy, Dr. D Marcus hook is a gentleman that was talking about this one. Apparently he wrote something called more on the railway journeys. So with Sherlock Holmes, and that's the cool thing about the sanitated version folks that I'm reading from it's, it's actually Tom's, uh, Tom's, uh, Tom's copy. Um, that really, if you're interested in Sherlockian scholarship, this is really, really a nice two-volume set to have because it really, in the margins, it just it, it talks about different essays and stuff that other other Sherlockians wrote um, on the short story. It, it's really fabulous. It, it's yeah. it was done by William S. <clears throat> Baring Gould. Um, for those of you who are aficionados, you know exactly who that is and what this is. For those of you who don't. Um, this is a cornerstone of Sherlockian scholarship um, and of the hobby itself, so I highly recommend. Um, but yeah, they go into detail about trying to figure out what time that left the station. And this is the, the fascinating part here is um, you see that graph, right, Tom? the oh, yes. Yes, I do. So home, Watson sees Holmes glance down at his watch and look out the window. And Holmes says, uh, "We're traveling about fifty-three and a half miles per hour." <laughs> he says, "How'd you figure that out?" He's like, "Oh, well, I timed the posts. You know, the that's uh, right, yeah." And he, somebody did the legwork of trying to figure out is that exactly how fast that train was going. <laughs> it's remarkable. Um, Gould cites a Mister A. D. Galbraith uh, as one. Um, And in comparison to other trains, uh, but also, too, even down to how Holmes was trying to figure out the time. And they're like, look, he's only glanced at his watch at seconds, like, you know, like, at a time. You need to look at it longer than that to time this thing. But they said um, it was very specific to the speed that Holmes gave. But they said the more accurate would be between 52 and 55, is to phrase it that way. But he was down to the quarter, which is crazy. <laughs> so, But that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, again, how people have gone the distance to do that. And I feel like you said, I'm glad they <clears throat> did the work, so I yes. can read it and we can share it. I don't have to sit here with an abacus <laughs> slide rule and figure out what the speed of that train
0: was. You know what the funny thing is about... The people that put so much time and effort, which we are grateful as <clears throat> Humongo fans mm-hmm. of Sherlock Holmes, um, but especially at this point, I believe, in Doyle's writing of Sherlock Holmes, how much he would have hated all this. <laughs>
1: so, you guys know I just did this for money, right? I threw so much money I couldn't say no. That's why I wrote it. <laughs>
0: uh, 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 Doctor Doyle, um, Sir Doyle, uh, I believe I figured out what time the train left. Who cares? Would say. <laughs> yeah. That's great.
1: And I don't care. Have you read the Lost World? No. Oh, uh. uh, well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a, whole, it's a whole. collected works of my other real works that I've done. Yeah. I still it, blows my mind that he that he really viewed this as like the bottom of the barrel of yeah, what he was able yeah. to do, and I'm like. I mean, he must have liked See, it at first. Yeah. But then, you know... He just he got stopped. tiresome. Yeah. yeah, man. Like, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, if any... To, in my mind, this shows how great of a writer he was. Oh, I agree. Yeah, yes. and like, absolutely read the other stuff. I haven't yet, you know, but like... this <laughs> is the problem. Yeah, that's I what he's upset about. <laughs> like, come on, man. Yeah. Um, I have to remember... Maybe I'll, I'll have to post it, but... There is a... I'll be able to tell you right now. It's a, a podcast on Doyle, like, and oh, all of okay. his works. Nice. Including Sherlock Holmes, which was which is interesting. Right. Um, And let me pull that up real quick for you folks.
0: Yeah, because I think he's got some horror stories. That he yeah. Wrote, some other mysteries. Mm-hmm. Again, The Lost World, which might be his most famous non-Sherlock Holmes
1: yes. novel. There are doings of Doyle. Uh, Hmm. doings of Doyle, and you can find that on Spotify as well. Um, yeah, uh, a podcast celebrating the works of Arthur Conan Doyle, creator of Professor Challenger, Brigadier Gerard, and Sherlock Holmes. So they do, they do cover all of his works. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Um, but yeah, I agree with you. You'd be like, wow, you guys really went. You guys went that far with it, huh? It, it, Good for you. I think it's going to be,
0: in, now that we're in the memoirs, mm-hmm. I think it'll be interesting to see if we can pick up as we read these in kind of the order he wrote them leading up to the final problem. If we can kind of see if if his disdain shows as, <laughs> the, right. story, you know, as the stories continue, mm-hmm. you know? Because, right. you know, it's no secret. The final problem is where he tries to kill him off. Right. Um, you know, so I wonder how far in advance he was really trying to get there, you
1: know? <laughs> like how sloppy it
0: Well, no, no. <laughs> well, maybe, right? But uh, we, I don't know. We'll see. Maybe that's not really there, Maybe, but I'll read into something, I'm sure. No, that's
1: just what I envisioned yeah. when you were talking about yeah, that. Yeah, I'm yeah. like, I can see in my head he's just like, like, man... How'd you figure that out, Holmes? Holmes? I don't know. All right, right, anyway. All right, anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, man, adventures, solid. Memoirs (laughs) halfway through, solid. Then he started to trail (laughs) off. You wanted wanted Holmes to be dead by the end of the Why are there
0: dinosaurs in this story? Is this a commercial
1: (laughs) for another novel? Professor Challenger helps Sherlock Holmes. What is this?
0: Gosh. There is a Sherlock Holmes movie about Sherlock Holmes and dinosaurs. By the way, uh, please don't watch it. It's <laughs> awful.
1: That's very I had the
0: unfortunate <laughs> uh, rental one time of, of, of making that. It, it was one of those like movies that, um, like the knockoff off-brand movies that try to capitalize on like when a yeah. real movie comes out. Uh-huh. So when the when the first Robert Downey Jr. Sherlock Holmes came out, yeah. this came out like on DVD. Are you kidding me? No, I'm not kidding. It's a
1: recent make.
0: Yeah. yeah. Wow. So like it had like the same font like that, That's that it had to try to trick you. That's brutal. I mean, those movies are there so that like some old grandmother buys it for their, you know, nephew or something accidentally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm like, well, it can't be Sherlock Holmes. It can't be that bad. Let me tell you, it was. <laughs> (laughs) It was.
1: (laughs) It's It's true, man. It's that's it, man. When you're talking about when you're talking about some somebody as big as Sherlock Holmes, you have the creme de la creme, and then you have how can we make a buck? When when something's in the public domain, Uh, there are no rules. No rules. (laughs) Absolutely. That's how you get the. I haven't watched it yet, but uh, was it uh, Pooh and Piglet oh, blood? The Winnie the Pooh Harmony yeah, blood <laughs> and honey. I think blood it's and wrote. honey. That's what. it is. Oh man. my goodness! Jesus. Tom saw last week that the cocaine bear took his whole church youth group. I, I, to say it. That, that is that is untrue. <laughs> 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 no, what did you guys see last week? Uh, what did we? Oh, we saw uh, uh,
0: Jesus Jesus Revolution. Revolution. Right? Yes, that's true. Yeah. How was Kelsey Grammar? Uh, I, I I like Kelsey Grammer. So do I. Uh, I thought he did very well. Very cool. Um, yeah, I, I saw him on uh, with Kelly Ripa live with oh, Kelly okay. or whatever, cool, cool, cool. and he said it's one of his favorite things he's ever done. So, awesome. Yeah. Very very uh, yeah. cool. So it's a good movie. If you if you like that kind of stuff, um,
1: I recommend it. There you go. Yeah. 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 Kelsey Kelsey Grammer always great. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, but yeah, the the whole public domain, and this is obviously a rabbit trail right now. It, but, very uh, much so. I think that's fascinating. That. Woody the Pooh becomes public domain. And what's the first thing that happens with his character? Yeah. You know what? Blood and Guts horror movie. Let's do it. Blood and Honey. <laughs> Which, I mean, okay. that's like, that's
0: already out now. And like, public domain happened a couple of months ago. <laughs> so, <yeah. laughs> so you know they were illegally working on this for quite some time. <laughs> they're, they're just waiting to air it. <laughs> Probably. Which is probably, sort of probably. poetically uh, okay, because Walt Disney did that himself most of the time. <laughs> He he worked he worked on Mary Poppins before he had the rights.
1: That's true, so. man. <laughs> that's why yeah. they made a whole movie about him trying to yes, get the rights.
0: It comes around.
1: <laughs> well, good, that's true, man. Um, anyway, uh, Silver Blaze. Silver Blaze. Um, they mention here that Silver Blaze is of the. And I know I knew nothing about horse racing and horses. Oh, neither do I. Okay. And I figured you didn't. And I'm like, okay, we used so... used to go to the fair
0: at the, the casino grounds. We've seen
1: a horse before. I
0: have seen... I have ridden a horse. Have, very, you, have you ever cool. ridden a horse?
1: Uh, Probably a pony. Maybe a horse. I'm not sure. I read a horse
0: at, at camp. Very cool. I mean, you know, it was like I was in a line with other people riding the horse. I wasn't galloping right. across the meadows. <laughs> but... <laughs> In fact, I think the instructions were, whatever you do, don't kick the sides because we won't be able to catch you and
1: stuff like that. So. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> Apparently, when you're talking about racehorses, I mean, there's a pedigree. So, I mean, so in this case, there was a horse named Isonomy, not sodomy, Isonomy. Important distinction. A very important distinction. <laughs> um that apparently was a real horse in a real line. Okay. And so Silver Blaze obviously was not real. But again, somebody who likes horses and horse racing <laughs> and Sherlock Holmes went ahead and delved into that a little bit. Wow. And there was a horse at the time of the writing of this that could probably have been Silver Blaze. <laughs> His name was Common. That's his name, Common. Alright. And he was from this line. So Wow. That's pretty cool. That is um, cool. that's the fun, neat stuff, yeah. man. Like like I said, like the math's not fun, uh for us, but Yeah, no, no, no. Um it's really cool to see how people do this. Yeah. So, um And then I think we we've got all the characters that are what are what are our main characters this week, Tom? I uh
0: uh, let's see. We've got. I'm trying to make sure I don't uh, accidentally
1: say some of the characters from the White Worm. We uh, have Silver Blaze. <laughs> yeah, Silver Blaze. Pro show. Lord Backwater and Silas Brown are the other horse Yes, format. yes, yes. Colonel Ross is the gentleman. Okay. Uh, for Silver Blaze. Yes, I keep I keep having Selton in my head, but that's the
0: other. Guy. <laughs> that's the book. That's from the, uh, uh, the uh, the the Strikers. Yes. That's, that's who we're looking for. John Straker's the yeah. one that was killed.
1: Yes. Yes. This is a really great story. <laughs> it is a really great
0: story. It is. And I, I like this because Watson is very intelligent in this story as well. Yes, he is. Uh, he's asking some very good pertinent questions. Mm-hmm. Her, Holmes even gives him a point at one point. Yeah. <laughs> one for Watson, he one says. One for Watson, he says. Uh, because of the footprints that Watson's able to identify. Correct. And, uh, yeah. It, it's very good. Uh, and we're not quite there yet, but one of the most famous Holmes quotes comes from this story as correct,
1: well, yeah, correct, yeah and, we, and like you said, we will get to that. yeah, um, but yeah, we have uh, we have a horse trainer who is uh, found dead. The horse is missing, and we have a suspect in hands named Fitzroy Simpson who, uh, earlier in the evening, was around said horse farm and was trying to get tips. Uh, the inside scoop on how to bet <laughs> on these horses from, from the stable boy from a stable boy, yeah, uh, so he gets chased off
0: <laughs> good um
1: good, <laughs> and then he becomes the prime suspect <clears throat> in this slaying of yeah. of John striker, chased off with a dog, correct in in which is important yeah. and It is important chased off with a dog so that's that 's the setup here we have when when Holmes arrives um. And we have uh, Inspector Gregory. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to say that. Yeah. How about Gregory,
0: man? Yeah. And you know what? It's it's It makes me feel extra bad for the stride because Holmes has yeah. such respect for Gregory. Yes, he does. That he does not have for the stride. Correct. Um, he, the only thing he says, Gregory is a fantastic detective in every way, except he has no imagination. Correct. He says he's not very creative. Yep. <clears throat> Excuse me. But... Uh, he does agree with a lot of Gregory's assessments of the situation. Correct. And says so. Yeah. And Holmes is paying compliments, which is not
1: a usual thing when it comes to Scotland Yard officials. A hundred percent. Yeah. Yeah. Even I think when they were, when they were in the midst of traveling, it's exactly how you said, like yeah. Holmes is like, oh, not his head. Got it. Okay, ask him one or two questions. Yeah, there was no shredding him. Like, no, not at all. You know, well, I, I guess, uh, I guess because I wear clothes, I should always be in the vicinity of my wardrobe. <laughs> um, those comments. Yeah, um, <laughs> and even, and even Gregory, and that's why I think it's it's great that that Holmes said that about him. Yeah, because even Gr- Gregory says, I acknowledge that this is all circumstantial.
0: Yeah, he does seem a little bit more willing to be wrong right. than Lestrade does. Correct. We usually do see Lestrade as usually um has a little bit of
1: an ego right. about him, which is probably what rubs Holmes the wrong way. Uh, yep. Yeah. It does because he I mean Gregory even says, like, I have I I'm a I'm a student of your methods. Yeah. You yeah. know, which is pretty cool. Yeah. And I think it's it's in that moment when he's when he says, oh it's circumstantial, I acknowledge that. And then it's almost like But this is just how it looks, so it must be that, right? Right, yeah. And I think that's where that imagination comes into play, like you just said, where if he had that imagination, he would go, it's circumstantial, so what else is going on? Right, yeah. But he doesn't really do that. Yeah. Um, And the conclusions he draws, you or I would draw those. Oh, yeah. and even They're not
0: ridiculous assumptions. Holmes acknowledges that he was, he went thinking what Gregory thought. Yeah. He said, yeah, I I, I also thought uh, this, the, the, this, I, uh, well, what was his name? The guy who came to the, the stable. Fitzroy uh, Simpson. Fitzroy. I, yeah. He also thought Simpson was the culprit. Yeah, he did. For the he longest time. He mm-hmm. said that until he saw some other things. Correct. Uh, and then, uh, I mean, even, even when they're investigating, um, the area where, uh, where his body, his mm-hmm. body was, uh, and Holmes finds uh, the uh, what, what is it a wax Vesta, yeah, which is a candle. I I believe it's a match. Or, a match.
1: Oh okay. Vesta's a yeah. It's, okay. a, it's a
0: friction match. Yeah. Okay. Um, he yes, because he looks like a looks like a, a wood chip. Yeah. Uh, when he finds it, even Gregory's like, I can't believe I didn't see that. And instead of Holmes saying, well, if you had eyes, you know, you would have seen, yeah. he says, that's okay. I only saw because
1: I was looking for it. You weren't looking for it. You know, don't feel bad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You're hundred percent right. Like <laughs> yeah. he could have shredded it. And he's like, look, yeah. you reason know why I saw? Because I was looking for it. I wouldn't have seen it if I wasn't looking for yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah, man. And there's it, much more of a respect between the two of correct. them. Correct. Because also Gregory isn't trying to
0: take Holmes down a peg either, I, I, yeah. which is what Lestrade does.
1: Yeah, Lestrade's just like, you're basically you're a conjurer of cheap tracks. <laughs> right, yeah. Um, <laughs> where, where Gregory on the other end, he laid down Matt yeah. in the area yeah. so that, because Holmes was already, already vocalizing, saying, I'm sure there's tracks everywhere that I'm mm-hmm. going to have to deal with. And he's like, I laid down match you don't even gotta worry about it. And I took a casting of everybody's fingerprints that were found, including the horses. And he's like, You are a man after my own heart, Gregory. That's true. Yeah, man. And yeah. He even takes he takes the horseshoe or takes the copy. Yeah. And brings it with him. Yeah. And again, like you said, go and this was really cool too, is that Gregory said, Look, I've searched x amount of yards in every direction. Yes. And he says I'm not going to be rude and rigo Grego over what you've done. Yeah. And it's like he would not like he, he would not have done that with Lestrade. no. <laughs> he would have looked twice over. Yes. <laughs> oh, <that's> true. <laughs> because Lestrade's a nut. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you you're absolutely right. That that sense of respect for mutual respect is yeah. really awesome. Yeah. Um, and, and it so gets the job done here. He d- it does, <laughs> because, like, he works with Gregory's theories yeah. of, like, okay, I guess the horse wandered off. Right. And he's, like, where can he have wandered off? Like, maybe into this hollow. And he's, yeah. like, all right, let's go. He's, like, I'll take the imprint, and we're going right. to walk. Yeah. Like, they worked in sync with one another. Yes. Whereas with Lestrade, it's a- pardon me, it's always this friction. Yeah, it is. Sometimes there's agreement. But if there's agreement, it's because Lestrade condescends to agree. Yeah. Um, so it is refreshing to actually see Scotland Yard and Holmes be able to work so well together. Yes. Which is nice. Um, yeah. I think there's a... Yeah. Gre- Gregory needs to be mentioned because the boy yeah. earns it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do we see I'm Gregory so. again? Does he come back? I don't remember. Not sure. I hope uh, so. I, I, I don't I remember, too. but
0: I hope, I hope we see him again. Not that I don't I like Lestrade, but do. uh yeah. I think we do. Yeah.
1: Um but I, I believe there's several inspectors over the course of the stories that we interact with. All right. But thus far he's been he's been number 1.
0: Yes. So yeah. far. Yeah.
1: Um Yeah, so they're they're working hard to to break this thing. And I, I like how they went they went into a lot of detail you know, Gregory and Whom's going into this detail of trying to talk this out. mm mm-hmm. um, And Gregory proposes, like, the whole thing with Fitzroy. Yeah. And he's like... And he says, you know what? A lawyer will... Sh- a good lawyer will shred that. Right. That's yeah. his words. We'll <clears throat> shred that. <laughs> and Gregory doesn't act like Lestrade and get all blustery. He's right. like, damn, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. So it's... It takes a, it takes a leap to figure out what happens. Yeah. Um, and I, I think the, but we'll talk about that, that quote you were talking about.
0: Yes. Yes. But,
1: um, what, what, what else are your, are your thoughts, Tom, about what we have going <clears> on <throat> so far? Well, they're I on mean. They're scene, they're investigating. Yeah, the they're
0: investigating. Again, Watson, uh, they're about to follow some footprints, Watson notices how the footprints are just coming back around anyway. Yeah. So rather, and Holmes like, okay. So again, he's listening to Watson, right? That's where he's like, one for you, Watson. Yep. Instead he's like, so we're not going to follow them all the way in a circle. We're just going to follow them from here and see where they went. Right. Because there's pretty much two options of where this horse may have wandered off to. Right. And so they end up going to the one that Holmes wasn't really going to go to. Yeah. <clears throat> and uh that's where they meet um Silas. So yeah. Yep. Who is uh, kind of a, a real gruff personality at yes. first. Kind of get off my land type of guy. Mm-hmm. Because he's also
1: the um he owns another horse, right? He's the trainer. He's a trainer. Yes, he's yes. he's the head trainer. So yeah. he's basically Straker, <clears throat> but for this for, Right. For Lord Blackwater. Right. Backwater.
0: And Backwater. so um the the idea that if he has this horse, he may have harmed it,
1: mm-hmm. is
0: put into play. Correct, because you know he does. Of course, he doesn't want Silver Blaze to win. Right. Um, but then Watson waits outside
1: what while Holmes.
0: Uh, That's <laughs> so Holmes good. goes and talks to this guy, mm-hmm. and then by the time we see Holmes and him come back, this guy's whole demeanor has changed. He says he's pale now. He's kind of like he's yeah. like, oh yeah,
1: whatever you need, whatever you. Need. <laughs> There's really the 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 word that comes to mind really how Holmes handled this guy. Yeah. He verbally castrated him. <laughs> because he came out in a huff and when they came out of that house, he was like, "Yes, sir. It's Absolutely true. sir. It's it will true. be done, sir." Like and like he says like a dog following his master. <laughs> Watson doesn't say, say that. You're like right. and when he talks to Watson, it's like, "What did you say to him?" And he's like, "I described Everything he did to so much detail, he swears <laughs> I watched him all um, so it was really funny. And I just love that he's like, cause they Watson still tries to lead you in his narrative of like, yeah, we're still not too sure what's happening with this horse. Yeah. yeah. So when he's like, Well, Mr. Holmes, you want me to wash him? You want me to wash him first? And he's like, you know what? Absolutely not. He's like, you know what? This 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 Colonel Ross has got a thing coming to. him. It's true because, like, the whole way he's like he's demeaning Holmes, and it's yeah. just like, you know, he might as Holmes might as well play a practical
0: joke oh, while yeah. we're solving the case. So freaking funny.
1: <laughs> um, it just says because uh, he laughs. He laughs so hard, and he's like. I'll write you about it. He's like, I will write you about what happens. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty cool, man. Like, you got this guy with the canyons, and you're like, I'll write you so you can laugh, too. <laughs> like, it was really good. Yeah. So, like, and I think even at that point, I don't think Holmes still knew who murdered. No, I think he was still figuring out. He was it out. still figuring yeah. that out. And yeah. so, like, you had this... They found the cravat of Fitzroy Simpson... In his hand, in yeah. in Straker's hand, so there is a lot that ties Simpson. Oh, absolutely. To this. So yeah. really, and especially that cravat. Yeah, that's like a phys- piece of physical evidence. Yeah. that can tie you to somebody. Absolutely. Um, and Fitzgerald's like, "Dude, man, I lost that thing. It was a storm, man. I'm trying to fight my way to get home through the elements. Yeah. I lost it. Yeah. Um, and so I, I mean, the way they describe Straker's body, man, like they say, like. His his skull is smashed in.
0: Oh, he's got a gash on his a leg. gash on his yeah. leg,
1: and his, his skulls are smashed in by yeah. a, a severely blunt object. Yeah, and um, another point for Watson when they're talking about Fitzroy Simpson or assaulted Straker, right. and Watson's like, maybe that's self inflicted. When he died, you have nerves firing off. Yeah, and he cut himself. Yeah. Sure enough, there wasn't a mark on Simpson. Right, yeah. And Holmes is like No struggle. Yeah, dude. That's a point for you, Watson. Yeah. He must have done it to himself. Yeah. Um so even then he's Holmes is considering everybody's points and yeah. giving credit where credit's due.
0: Absolutely. Which is Absolutely. really nice to
1: see. You know? Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of anything else about the details about Striker. They found the candle. Yes, yes, that's where the so that came that was in, something yeah. else um, and then the the stable boys food was drugged, yes, that's true, yes, uh um Ned hunter, yes, that's right, Ned <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah, food was drugged because they found him kind of in a
1: stupor uh that next morning, yeah, <laughs> powdered opium, yeah, that's scary, man, especially in our present day today, you know what I mean, yeah, like like. You know what? I know what'll put the stable boy to sleep. I'm gonna sprinkle his food with heroin. Yeah. That'll quiet yeah. him. Like in the curried mutton. In the curried mutton. <laughs> That's frightening. But like, you don't wake up from that. We're lucky <laughs> we're lucky that Hunter woke up. That's true. You know what I mean? Because I doubt whoever put that in there is like I know exactly how much will not kill you. Yeah, like, it's true, yeah. No one does. they weren't No way. They didn't have a recipe. Not at all. <laughs> yeah. Not at all. So they <laughs> Um, I guess we can move towards the end of the story, right? Yeah, well, because,
0: and and this is kind of... No, there's other points, there is other points. Well, this is where the quote comes in, Mm -hmm. kind of, right? Because as Holmes is investigating... Yes. He comes in and he says he wants to inquire, Mm -hmm. and they kind of say, what? He's like, I'm here about the curious incident of the dog in the nighttime. Yes. And, and of course, they say, the dog did nothing in the nighttime, and then Holmes in his I-know-more-than-you-do way is like, ah! That's the Curious Incident. And and when he says that, as a reader, we're like, what is he talking about? Yeah. And later on, of course, he explains that, you know, the reason why, if a stranger came in, a dog who didn't know the stranger would bark and therefore wake up the other people who were out there who were not drugged, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, and because the dog didn't bark and wake anybody up, he knew the person who came in. exactly. I mean, that quote, um, <clears throat> that's a very famous quote. I see that it quote is. on a lot of things. That opens a lot of anthologies of Holmes yeah. stories. It's kind of there like almost a dedication that it has that quote. Yeah. I think there's even, I think a Broadway play or a book is named that. I don't know if it has anything well, to do cool. with Holmes, but yeah. I know there the Curious Incident of the Dog in the Nighttime is the name of a play, I think. Okay. Uh, I've never seen the play. Yeah, uh, I assume it's not a Sherlock Holmes play. Yeah, or it's, or but, it's a nod.
1: Maybe. It's yeah, obviously
0: it has to be a nod. I yeah. mean, this is that's obviously where the quote comes from. Right. But uh, oh, I love that quote so much.
1: Yeah, it is. It's really yeah. good, and it's and it's and he says that coming off of another clue that he picks up mm. about the lame sheep. Oh, that's right, the lame sheep. You're yeah. right. You're right. And it's like you have these two revelations that hit him at the same time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> And then he he investigated the the basically the invoice in Straker's pocket. Yeah, yeah. Uh From this Mr. Darbyshire, and I like how he questions Straker's wife um, because the description of the dress is on this invoice. Oh, that's right. So he says to Straker's wife, he's like, "Didn't I? Didn't I? Didn't we meet at a garden party like <laughs> months ago? You were wearing such and such," and she's like. I wasn't at a garden party and I don't own that. I don't, I've never worn that. He's like, Hmm. All right, then and like, so like, I thought it was really smooth. Yeah. You know what I mean? Cause he's preserving her dignity. Yes. You know what I yes. mean? Because yes. Obviously she doesn't know. Right. And like, that would be a really crappy way to find out. Yeah. Um, and so like, again, on his way out the door, he's like, you got a photo of, you got a photo of Straker <laughs> flying around when you see that thing well, we're leaving now to go back to London. And Colonel Ross is like, oh, so I guess you're just, you're chickening out. Uh-huh. You're admitting defeat. And he's like, nah, we'll be back. <laughs> and he's like, and trust me, your horse will be there. And he's like, I'd rather have the horse than your guarantee. guaranteed. <laughs> yeah. um, and it's, I love their whole interaction because Colonel Ross, he does act like such a jerk. Yeah. And he gets every bit that's coming to him. Yeah. And, um... Obviously Holmes figures out that Straker's leading a double life. Yeah. Um, apparently this dress that um that Straker bought. Here's I do we do have a reference of how much that cost. Um 22 guineas. Oh. about $115.50 US at that time. <laughs> so I can't even imagine how much pounds are. I mean, yeah, I, right. at least Pounds is the top, right? Yeah. So that's that's wild. But um, yeah, 115. It's an expensive dress. Yes. So like, the man's got a this woman's got <clears throat> a expensive tastes, and so he's got to fund that somehow. Yeah. And this is his answer. But um, yeah. Um, <laughs> the, the horse race comes, right? The horse race comes, and like. <laughs> Colonel Ross is like I don't see my horse <laughs> And he's like It's coming And like <laughs> It's a full card Yeah And out comes All the horses Yeah And he's like Is this a joke Like this is a really bad joke Because I don't see true. my horse Holmes even says Would you
0: recognize your horse Oh he he runs No in, oh, I, yeah, would I would definitely really. I rode the horse Of course I would I've
1: wondered. been on this turf For 20 yeah. years <laughs> He's like All right that we'll see, we'll see <laughs> like, That's not my horse He's like, well, we'll see And they like, take off And like Ross has got his binoculars And he's like, well, I mean He's doing good, whoever he is <laughs> And he won It's incredible <laughs> Who is this horse? And like, man, bring that horse out, man and when he washes that horse off, yeah, freaking hysterical. <laughs> and then, like, you think Colonel Ross softens up? He's like, I owe you everything. Yeah. Why'd I ever doubt you? And he's like, in humor and straker, and he's like, he's here in our very midst. <laughs> Ross is like, Okay, so that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. You're insinuating that yeah. it was me. That home, was
0: just toying with it. Because uh, long' he's like, he's here. What do you mean he's here? He's in my company. <laughs> in my company? I'm, I'm looking right at him. You're looking right <laughs> at him. And, oh, oh, I didn't mean you. Why would you think I meant you? He's behind you. He's behind, you. He's behind
1: me. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> walks right over, and yeah. it just pats this, this <laughs> horse's ass, and it's just like... Here, here's the boy. Here he is. It's freaking great. And obviously, for I mean, assuming you guys read the story, but we go over the details anyway. Right. Um, Straker tried laming the horse in mm. such a way that horse would recover, right? But he would lose this race. It would seem like he pulled his muscle. Yeah. And he did it with again, point to Watson. Yeah. Something called a cataract knife. Um and when they found it, Holmes is like, What is this? And Watson says, That's a cataract knife. We use it for delicate surgery. Yeah. Um, and that was why there was lame sheep. Because yeah. he was practicing on these animals. Yeah. Uh in in order to prepare for doing the horse. And when he went to go Silverblaze was snapping it. <laughs> yeah. So he took him out to, to
0: to um out in the open yeah. to not have a, a commotion caused yeah.
1: And uh, yeah, you're right. Silver Blaze did not did not cooperate. Yup, that's it, man. Kicked his brains out.
0: Yeah. Do you ever
1: notice that? Like, so far, like they've said it many times. Like he doesn't pull punches, right? It's just like he blew his brains out. I'm like, yeah. wow, that's graphic. It Isn't is, like, yes, yeah, real graphic. What's graphic for the 1800s. Yeah. It's like, oh, he <laughs> smashed his brains out. Yeah, like, and that's what happened. Yeah, reared up and kicked this man square in the face, shattered his skull. Yeah. And that was it. And then the horse said, well, I'm done here. Yeah. Walk off. And and he did slice his leg on the way down. Yes, he did. (laughs) That's it, man. Um, It it is. uh, The funniest part for me is when he's talking to Silas Brown and he's just like, and it occurs to him then like, you know what? Nah, don't wash them. Yeah. It's gonna be awesome. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: much fun. I mean, even at, even at this moment, the guy's like, "Hey, hey, tell me everything." I was like, "Nah, later." Yeah, that's.
1: True. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna tell you right now. Tell you know, I don't wanna. I don't wanna. <laughs> you know, I don't have to. And know yeah. that's the other thing. Like, because <clears throat> like with Silas Brown and um, you know, Lord Backwater, yeah. Um, and he says to... I wrote this down. Um, let me find... Again, I had it written down. <laughs> and some thief stole my notes. Yeah, and he's not
0: joining us tonight either for this podcast. Which Absolutely. is a big crime of the thing. Where is
1: this? Uh, blah, 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 blah. Is He talks to it. No, that's not it. Um, I will find it. Here we go. Um, he says, my dear fellow, he will guard it. Uh, so this is Watson. He says, um, he says, but his stables had been searched. And he says, oh, an old horse faker like him has many a dodge, said Holmes. But are you not afraid to leave the horse in his power now, since he has every interest in injuring it, said Watson? He said, my dear fellow, he will guard it as the apple of his eye. He knows that his only hope of mercy is to produce it safe. <laughs> And Watson says, but Colonel Ross did not impress me as a man who would be likely to show much mercy in any case. And this is cool. Um, And this is Holmes. The matter does not rest with Colonel Ross. (laughs) He said, I follow my own methods and tell as much or as little as I choose. Mm. That is the advantage of being unofficial. (laughs) I don't know whether you observed it, Watson, but the, the Colonel's manner has been just a trifle cavalier with me. And I'm inclined to now have a little amusement at his expense. Say nothing about the horse to him. And, like, it's really cool because the the last time we saw him exercise this right as right. an unofficial was the blue carbuncle. Yeah, yeah. When he when he didn't report this man to the police. Right. Um, of course, he says, I, I saved a soul tonight. Yeah. Um, Rather than condemn this man who obviously did something stupid. Um, and I feel it's the same with Silas Brown, the guy. And I think that's illustrated by that and it took me, like, uh, after a read or two or listening to it, but, like, okay, Silas Brown was, like, all but two kings piling. Yeah. And, like, as Holmes puts it, he's, like, when, when the devil whispered in his ear <laughs> and is, like, I'm just going to take this horse back to my
0: place. <laughs> right. Yeah.
1: Um, And so I think, again, it's, it's another case of somebody doing something stupid. Yeah. They got caught. Right. Um, They're not nefarious. They're not this infamous villain right and Holmes is like you learned your lesson don't let it happen again yeah I'm letting you off other people wouldn't yeah you know so it's um I like that balance that he has yeah
0: and judging by his demeanor after the fact I think he did learn his lesson
1: I think he did yeah he absolutely did so much so that again Holmes is like you don't have to worry about him yeah trust me he'll do anything we tell him to (laughs) without a doubt (laughs) without a doubt yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, just, I'm good. I just realized, the annotated edition goes in chronological order. Of not story. Canonical
0: order. Yes. Right.
1: Not canonical <laughs> order way it was published. So, like, when I flip this to the next story, I'm like, Barrel Cornet. Barrel Coronet. I'm like, wait, we did that. I'm like, wait a minute. And I'm like, oh, yes, it's chronology. Um, Any
0: final notes on Silver Blaze, Tom? No, no. I really enjoyed it. Um, like I said last time, now that we're in the memoirs, since this is since it's my favorite, I'm remembering the stories more than I did mm-hmm. when I when we were reading the adventures. And so um, I, I really enjoyed... Because, again, I didn't... It's been a long time since I've read yeah. the canon, but I enjoyed... Reading it anew and remembering it at the same time. Yes. Um, and so, yeah, no, a great That's story, cool, man. A, a great way to kick yeah. off uh,
1: the next collection. And one of the, not us backtrack, but uh, oh, the one of the big points that Holmes found was that it was the curried mutton. Yes. Yeah, because it was very strong tasting. Yeah. yeah, and he's like, the odds of of Simpson being there the night that there was curried mutton, <laughs> right. right? Yeah, and just happened to have a packet of. Powdered odium in his pocket <laughs> I doubt that was the case Yeah There's only two people That knew what was cooked That night And that yeah. was Straker And his wife Yeah So But um Yeah I, I'm excited to forge on Into the rest of the stories As yeah, well Yeah me too Um I started I started reading the Uh Let's do the cardboard box Yes That's next And that next. sounds Cool Yeah Yeah I'm looking forward To I'm talking excited. about that That is gonna be a fun one Yeah but that is that is Silver Blaze. Um, so hope everybody enjoyed that. Um again, annotated Sherlock Holmes by William S. Baring Gould. A lot of cool info in here, folks, if that kind of thing interests you. Yeah. Um great scholarship. Again, like Tom said, like People go into lengths to 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 teach us stuff that we wouldn't go to the lengths ourselves. Absolutely. So, um, especially numbers, man. I am I am not a math guy. No, nor am I. Oh, yeah, man. Like, uh, geometry. Okay, cool. Shapes got it. Algebra. Okay, I kind of get it. Trig. I knew what you're trying to do. Not following it, but I get it. Calculus. Lost. Yeah. Lost me. Yeah. I. Tom, I put up the white flag. It was a senior year of high school. So in my school district, your fourth year of math and science was optional. You didn't have to do that. Oh, wow. Okay. But at that time, like, it's just, I'm like, all right, it's the next step. I'm going to do it. And I'm like, I realized I don't need this, what I'm going (laughs) to do with my life. I don't have to do this. Yeah. And I don't need it to graduate.
0: Yeah.
1: I'm not going to do it. Yeah. Calc is brutal. When you introduced an imaginary number, I, it's an imaginary number, Tom, right? There's no numerical value added to it, but they, make it, they can make it negative. They can even square root it and you get an answer. And I'm like, you've, I'm done. You've lost me. I busted my butt. I barely get a C. And like, so, I gave up. Are you ready
0: for this? Uh, in, in my high school, mm-hmm. there was an AP calculus course. All right? The advanced, advanced as possible. Senior year. I did not take that. Ha ha. Not even close, right? Uh, I, I think there were five people that took that class. I went to a small school. Oh, five people that took that class for the AP Calculus work. Mm-hmm. There was so much material in that class that once a month, they had an extra class on Saturdays at the teacher's house. That's obscene. Teacher cooked lunch for them, and they had a Saturday morning and afternoon Extra class once a
1: month. Wow. No.
0: No. (laughs) Not ever. I don't
1: care if you're making me a steak dinner. (laughs) (laughs) It was so bad. Dude, like, from, like, the midterm on, man, like, I was the, like, we got our exams in front of us, I put my name on it, and I sat there for a couple minutes, and then I turned it in. (laughs) I stopped trying. And, like, my dad understood. My dad's like, you don't need to graduate, son? I'm like... No. And he's like, "Well, I know you're not using where you're going to school at." And right. He's like, "I understand." <laughs> my mom was like, "What are you doing? What are you doing? My ca- <clears throat> the cow cal teacher called my house in tears. The cow teacher's in tears talking to my mother. He just stopped trying. He just stopped. And I'm just like, yeah, like, <laughs> I'm gonna do this
0: to myself. Listen, my, my the program I was in in college um, did not require a math course. Now we're talking. My entire four years there, <laughs> and that was the best thing that I possibly could have experienced. <laughs> now it's great though because since then that my college. Uh, that same program has added required math courses, that sucks. and I laugh in their faces because I have the same degree and no math courses. No math courses. <laughs> it's funny though because now you know I teach middle school, and so every now and then a kid will come up to me and say, "Hey, uh, Ms. Willow, can you help me with this math?" And I don't want to tell them, "Hey, no, I'm dumb and I don't remember any math." I- took last time I took math was you know two thousand four so <laughs> right. uh, I got to say you know what I don't really think that you want me helping you because I might not know the way that your teacher wants you to do it <laughs> uh, yep. so I'm not going to confuse you and then, actually I'm looking at them like I don't know what the heck this is like <laughs> yep. it's middle school math I'm like uh, I, totally I, that that ship has sailed you know <laughs> if, if I sat down I could figure out algebra again I'm sure it would come back a <laughs> moment right. but Pen I don't boss. want to. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah.
1: That's nuts, man. Yeah. I, I agree, man. And it's it's very... <laughs> I was helping somebody put in drywall at a buddy's house. And that was me and Charlie, uh, and, and the one buddy, Jeremy, it was his house. And so like, we're putting this drywall on the ceiling. Well, the way the doorway is that comes in, it's a, this weird, strange angle, right? With a couple, <laughs> couple angles and cuts. Meanwhile, I think I have four beers in me. Because the buddy's like, I just get, I didn't even ask for one. And He's right. like, uh, here you go, bud, and I'm like, I'm not gonna say no. So like now I'm sitting here, s- slightly not s- in a small stupor, and I'm watching these two guys do trig, trigonometry on a piece of sheet rock, <laughs> trying to calculate where they're gonna cut and how they fit this thing in. And I'm just like, wow, I didn't get it sober. I definitely don't get it with a couple bears in me. It's crazy. Like they're like on their hands and knees drawing triangles and yeah. cutting, and I'm like, nope. I'm like, you're using sine and cosine, yeah. and I'm like, I don't want any sine and
0: cosine. Yeah, man.
1: I'm like, how do you remember that? The only Jeez.
0: cosine I want is if I'm buying a house. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want pendas. I don't want foil. Nope. The only foil I want is if I'm wrapping up that leftover pizza in that's the it, kitchen. Man. That's all I want. That's the practical foil. That's all, I'm with that. That's it, man.
1: Well, thanks for joining our anti-math <laughs> podcast with Mike and Tom. Next week we'll talk about why Tom hates Shakespeare. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm not on the iHeart Shakespeare. No, iHeart Shakespeare. But um, yeah, that's uh, that is the Silver Blaze. Um, awesome story. Yes, one of Tom's faves. And we are going to move on now to, um, our new novel, which is Sherlock Holmes and the White Worm by Sam Siciliano. All right, kids, my, uh, my bourbon and, bourbon and Coke's been refueled and (laughs) Tom's Virgin Pepsi has been refueled. Uh, (laughs) Um, we're ready to go here for part two. Um. So, uh, I'm going to open this with, I don't like this. <laughs> I don't like it. Um, the author's preface, and this is even more so, which is nuts. <laughs> he talks about the story that Bram Stoker wrote called the, the Lair of the White Worm. Right. And you would think that maybe this is a hidden gem that nobody knows about. Yep, and, yep, yep, Um, It's not. Yeah. Um, in fact, uh, Siciliano says, sadly, that is not the case. Yeah. It's like a Victorian curiosity shop full of bizarre and kinky knickknacks. So you're going to take a trash story and you are then going to try to elevate it by removing things that make it a Sherlock Holmes story, including Sherlock Holmes himself. Yeah. Borderline. So uh, uh, I got to ask you a question,
0: Mike. Yes. So when when we were finishing up Sherlock Holmes versus Dracula, yeah, uh, which is a book that I kind of recommended, mm-hmm. uh, and you recommended a couple of books, yeah. Um, and it was between this one and I forget the other one, different author, right? I got to ask you what what drew you to this book as a recommendation. Well,
1: I've never read either. Okay. Um, and what drew me? Yeah. Truly want to know. I truly want to know. You owned it too. <laughs> wow. Honest to God, this has been sitting on my shelf, and I'm like, <laughs> it has been sitting.
0: I think somebody gave this to me as a gift. Um, and lo and behold, uh, I did. I looked on my shelf, and I found two other books by Sam Siliciano. Uh, oh on, no! Because I, I now you you guys can't oh, see, no. but, <laughs> um, Titan Books had yeah. was still not a sponsor, by the way. Titan Books. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> Has this has this line of Sherlock Holmes pastiches called the Further Adventures of Sherlock Holmes, and that what they, they it's a really good series um, of, of books that they actually publish a lot of old classic I guess you could call them pastiches, including actually um, I had the original Sherlock Holmes versus Dracula copy, but they've since
1: published Lauren D. Estelman's two Sherlock Holmes Correct. books under this line, this branding. Yeah. Which we're never going to speak of the branding of what it is until we start getting paid by said branding. <laughs> just, I'm just kidding. I'm going to go back and so, edit it every time Titan Books is uttered. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if I, if I ever find myself in uh, a used bookstore or, or even Barnes and & Noble and I see anything with the further adventures of Sherlock Holmes' yeah, Titan man. branding, I usually pick it up. yeah, Because I'm like, hey... This means it's going to be good. I have since learned that that is not always going to be the case. But because of that, I have ended up with three Sam Siliciano books on my show. And you didn't
1: read the others, right? I have never yeah. read them. It's I haven't read this either. No. And he's referencing... I mean, that's, that's part of why I hate it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's... um, Yeah, continue. You're in the middle of the thought. I yeah, no,
0: it's fine. Um, I mean, and I guess it... Yeah, that's all I really want. <laughs> Uh, I mean, so let, let before we begin the story. Yes. Let me tell you the vibe I got from this book.
1: Yes, tell me.
0: All right. So, you know when you have a, a TV show that you really love. Yes. And you're investing. You spend a lot of you know many seasons. Mm-hmm. And then one of the main characters of the show leaves. <laughs> yeah. But they tr- but they try to keep going with the show. <laughs> And they bring in like another person, like, you know, when the Brady Bunch brought in like Cousin Oliver, <laughs> nobody liked him, he right? Liked him. Nobody wanted him, uh-huh. you know, or whatever. When they, Laverne and Shirley, when Shirley left and it was just Laverne, right? Nobody cared, <laughs> right? Because it wasn't the same thing anymore. No. And so here we have Sherlock Holmes and Watson have been starring in this series. For many, many, many seasons. And Watson has left the show. <laughs> and they have brought in, literally, a cousin...
1: That's a doctor.
0: To take his place that has the same alleged profession yep. that the previous guy had. Yep. Um, and, and in... in <clears throat> Listen, obviously Sam Siliciano is still around. He's still writing these books. Um, this is twenty sixteen this is. Yeah, written. yeah, and this is, there's been more since. Um I the only the only downside to what I'm sure will be very constructive criticism uh of this novel so far is is that um we we obviously have joined this new season of the home show yes, we have. a couple episodes in. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> because there's some backstory that we didn't that I guess we don't know entirely. Mm-hmm. I've tried to look up um, some 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 story about his his Sam Luciano's first novel, which I think is The Angel of the Opera from what I can understand. Yeah. Um, that is not one of the ones I have, and I <clears> thought <throat> well I could go get it at Barnes & Noble and read it and get it, but then I thought, "Oh, but then I'd have it." And then <laughs> <laughs> I I didn't want to do that.
1: Then <laughs> I actually spent money on it, <laughs> my hard-earned money. And if you knew what I had to do for these dollars, you wouldn't spend them either.
0: So, so we we are missing a little bit of the backstory. Yes, we are. But I have a feeling that it's not
1: that complicated. Uh, uh. I don't know. I'm still confused. Dude. <laughs> I'm still... I mean, they've made countless references so far in previous works, and I'm like... I don't know if, if if Verniera had an affair with a woman. I have no idea. Well,
0: and see, this is the thing. Have We've read three chapters. Three chapters, by the way, which are from... That stop at page 83. It's crazy. These are long chapters, which... I think I've said this before, long chapters are a turn-off for me. Right. right? Okay. Um, they're just like, whoa, like, calm down. At least give me like the little stars or the asterisks every now and then. <laughs> like, you yeah. know what I mean? I love when they title chapters. I yeah, love that. I know. I gotta have a goal, you know? <laughs> and three chapters and I'm already close to 100 pages.
1: No goal in uh,
0: sight. Yeah, right. Um...
1: Where was I going with this? <laughs> Same place as Seattle was going
0: <laughs> Oh, that's right. So three chapters in, and a lot of these chapters are a commercial for his other books.
1: <laughs> you know, it's every
0: every other. Well, back in the Grimswell oh, case, grace. I'm like, the heck was uh, the, oh, that's another one of his books. Uh, I'm sorry, I didn't. God. Well, back in the what? Oh, I'm sorry. Oh, that was another one of your books. I didn't realize that's.
1: It is, man. It's tough.
0: So, yeah. So, anyway, if you haven't picked up, Watson's not
1: in this. <laughs> yeah. Oh, did, that was so confusing for me. It was. Because it doesn't... All right, folks. You read the back of this. Does not say... Uh, it says, A journey to Whitby heralds the start of a new case for Shaw Holmes and Dr. Henry Vernier. Um, they don't say who Dr. Henry Vernier is. No. Um, but you're led to believe that, oh, it's... Holmes and Watson. Because, of course, it's Holmes and Watson. And Vernier's the the client. Yeah. Yeah. No. Um, that opens up with, again, Vernier narrates. So yes. now we have the Watson impersonator. Right. And he's like, uh, and I went up the short stairway to my cousin's flat. And I'm like, cousin's flat? Yeah. I'm like. And then Mrs. Hudson showed up. Right. And then and I'm like, like real confused. Thank you. Yes. I did not know. Yep. Do my same facial expressions. Yeah. And I'm like. Wait, Hudson? And I'm, like, reading this four times, and I'm, like... <laughs>
0: I, I read it a couple times, Yeah, I'm like, i
1: couldn't have read that. I must be, you know, something. Yeah, and I'm, like, no, that's, that's what it says, and I'm, like, what the heck? And it isn't until, like, a page and a half later where you're, like, oh, wow. Like, this is not Watson. <laughs> that's my first... No, it's
0: not Watson, exclamation point. Dude, man, and, like... <sighs>
1: I have multiple post-its on this page because it's multiple WTFs. It's uh, Watson scolding about the tobacco are of the things that broke up their friendship?
0: Yeah. Okay, so let me... You brought that up, but I'm glad you did because this is what... So I was confused when I first started reading it. And then I was a little sad that Watson wasn't there. Mm -hmm. But then I went from sad... Too angry mm-hmm. because not only is Watson not here, but many times throughout, again, just three chapters, mm-hmm. Holmes is bad mouthing Watson.
1: I mean, eliminate the profanity, hey. but what does
0: that say? <laughs> 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 Same thing. Same yes. thing. <laughs> and he's, at one point he says, Watson and I were never as close as so, like he pretended we were. Crazy. I'm like, what is this? Yup, bad mouth on him the whole way. And that made me angry because I think a couple episodes ago, we spent about 45 minutes talking about
1: how great Watson was. Yeah, man. Dude, it's almost, and, it's almost, and this just hit me now, it's almost like Siciliano's like, you know what? Really wasn't a fan of uh, the original Sherlock Holmes stories. So yeah. what I'm going to do is we're going to throw all that out. Yeah. And now I'm going to rewrite these things. Yes. And I think it really shows for a couple reasons. One, he keeps referencing these other books. Yes. But remember <laughs> that he's referencing these other two cases, right? Yeah. So, yeah, stupid thing broke them up. To be, you know, hey Holmes, watch your health. Screw you, Watson! Right, I don't care about my health.
0: Yeah, that's so His sense.
1: cousin, the doctor, doesn't say watch. I mean, like, yeah. come on. And then, like, you have, and this just is illogical. Doesn't make any sense. <laughs> um, you know. And if you will not listen to me, and if you drive me away, this is Vernier speaking. Then perhaps I will take up my pen and publish something about our adventures together. He already did two freaking books. You're right. And, and this right, one. And
0: this one. And more to come. And more to come. Yeah.
1: So, that doesn't make any sense. So no. So, why, you know, why is Veneer still around when that was one of your points about yeah. Watson?
0: Plus, at one point, he invi- Holmes invites uh, Veneer's wife, Michelle, to come with them on the case. Holmes never invited Mary. Yeah. Everything yeah. is an affront to to Correct. to that relationship. I agree. And it, it it's very confusing as to why um C- did this. Yep. Uh, again, I perhaps more of a backstory is given, Maybe. but you know what? Probably not though, because I, I think I, I don't want one <laughs> either. Yeah. Because
1: if I it's going to make me angrier. Yeah, man. <laughs> Dude, I mean, well, I mean, look further th- literally down further down page 11 and this is one two this is three pages into the story. This is not including the preface, right. title page, okay? Um Oh, I know exactly what you're gonna Yeah, read, man. Too. He's like uh <laughs> He's like, uh, shrugged slightly. Oh, very well. He gave a long sigh. It's good to see you, Henry. I was rather lost in my own thoughts, in my thoughts, too much so. I stared closely at him. Violet Wheelwright? Another woman, Tom. Yeah. And more so down there, my Michelle and I still hope that someday they might be reunited. What about Irene Adler? Yeah. You've gotta be kidding me. Uh, That's not. All right, same page. Yep.
0: Where, again, it's the Watson thing, where. <clears throat> Um. After the pen and paper comment, yeah. Holmes says anything but that one. Watson is bad enough, but a second, no, it could not be endured. That's crazy. It's that's so insulting to everything it is man. that has come before. It
1: has, in my honest opinion, no respect for the source material. No, and you, you and I both read the last Sherlock Holmes story. Yes. Okay, so it's like. Listeners don't misunderstand us. We're all for playing with the genre and the character and, and going does. to new places. And that yeah, that really really yes. really does. Yeah. I mean Nicholas Meyer and the 7% solution, like Yes. This is all yeah. cool. Like mm-hmm. we're all for that. This is just it it's almost like it's a dig.
0: Yeah. And it like, seems that way. It's
1: bad-mouthing what's come before. I yeah. agree. Um and, uh, and and you know it's it's not even
0: just as this Holmes doesn't seem like Sherlock Holmes. I mean, no. at, at, at one it point does not. In, mm. in chapter one, <clears throat> Holmes is talking to, and I guess we'll get into the story eventually, but that's, you know, uh, but Holmes is talking to the client mm-hmm. and Holmes is trying to solicit more money out of the client. We've commented on this podcast before. Mm-hmm. Holmes is never interested in money. No. It's Watson or somebody else that has to get the money. Right. And Holmes is like, I'll do it for free because it's interesting bills. and things like that. And Holmes, Holmes is like, oh, how about this? Or well, how about this? Like, he's yeah. trying to
1: get more. Like, Holmes is not interested in money like this. Yeah. It's, I know. And that's, it's, they've. And it go, and he, and Moore's mentioned about that as, as in these chapters, like yeah. about that. Um, but here, this this is what made me say, this dude's tooting his own horn. Yeah, because he says, he says to Vernier. Watson Holmes says to Vernier, um, uh, I prefer perhaps now that you are here, you are a good luck for me, Henry. Two of my most. Two of my most fascinating cases began when you were sitting on that very sofa and I was bemoaning the dismal state of crime and just such circumstances as these. That was Watson. Yeah. He's talking to Watson about the horrible state of crime. Right. Like, okay. And the two of his most interesting cases. Well, how about those last two was with this cousin veneer that got created? Yeah. Yeah. That's a little messed up. <clears throat> I agree. I, I agree. Mean, I don't know if that's purposely being done, but like, you're not only discounting Doyle, you're discounting every other pastiche author. Yeah, that's not cool. (laughs) I agree.
0: I agree, and it baffles me that these novels are popular enough right now
1: to have so many of them. Um, Yeah, (laughs) the best part, dude. Little next page, man. Page (laughs) thirteen. Holmes says to Adam Selton, "So you have Adam Selton now, who is our client? Right. Who comes to Holmes with this dilemma <clears> of being sent this packet of information and in this quote ancient document, talking about this worm that a, a knight slew, and then a curse was bestowed upon the family of Diana's Grove, right. where this worm was first slewed." Um, so, Adam Selton is now in the room, yeah, introducing himself, and and Holmes says, "This is my cousin and friend, Dr. Henry Vernier. The young man turned <clears> abruptly <throat> to me, he had striking vivid blue eyes oh i beg I beg your pardon, sir. He nodded. Thank you for the brandy. He took a swallow, and it was gone. He looked at me, and he looked at me again, Not Dr. Watson. <laughs> my note says, even Selton is confused. Yeah, like oh, you're not Doctor Watson. Oh yeah, and he's not the only character. I think it's that
0: Lady Vera. Vera. She says the same thing yeah. sort of later
1: on. Yeah,
0: man. <clears throat> and honestly, on that same page, uh, and this is this is where I'm going to cross over into, and again, um, I, I feel sort of bad for Mister Siliciano. Yeah, uh, because. I'm crossing over from being angry at the storyline to, and I I have several examples of this. I don't think this is particularly good writing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because also, we have this part where Holmes does his Holmes thing, where he says, I know this. And they say, well, how'd you know? And he explains it. But then he says, you've come about a lady. And he says, how'd you know that? And he's like, I'm tired of explaining stuff. I'm not going to. And in my mind, I wrote down like, okay, but how did he know? Or did... Ciliciano just say he knew just to do another Sherlock Holmes knows things routine, but there. I mean, I'm reading this. I read it several times. Like, I don't think he could have known. No, and we just kind of made it up, just for because that's what you do. Right, and I'm like, "Mm,
1: yeah, this might not be going well. It's a cop out. It's a cop out exactly, and it's Holmes. Holmes revels in explaining. Absolutely, how he came up. He's with that. bummed when he doesn't get a chance. Too. He is bummed when he doesn't <laughs> get a chance. Like we just read in our last book, yeah, in *Dracula*, with the yeah. surgeon, yep. the old surgeon, and he's like, "Oh, I guess you, uh, you <laughs> noticed my, uh, my, you know, the stethoscope in my pocket." Yeah, and he's and like <laughs> Holmes is like, "Well, that's not fun." I know. That's not <laughs> exactly fair. exactly.
0: Like,
1: he would jump at the chance for he him would. to just be like. You know what? I have my secrets.
0: <laughs> yeah, this this is portraying Holmes. He's per- this is portraying the fact that Watson has been embellishing Holmes' character so much, yeah, that in fact Holmes was actually a decent person in Watson's stories. Right. but in reality, Holmes is kind of a stuck-up jerk. Yeah, the the it's. It, it's dehumanizing him mm-hmm. more than it is humanizing and him. And they're muting his character
1: of who he is. Yes. And like absolutely. you said, this, this whole concept of Oh, Watson Watson basically wrote bold faced lies about him. Yeah. Like and it's it shows through. Like and I feel like this is more the Dr. Veneer show yes. than it than it is Sherlock Holmes.
0: Yeah. That's we, how it feels. we saw we've also got I mean <laughs> We've also got scenes of Vernier and his wife like in bed being almost very intimate. They well they were intimate they were before intimate. the scene. We, yeah, we yeah. yeah, we pretty much have a, a, a the pillow talk, after. yeah. I mean it's and it's and there's this this story is, is there's a lot of sexual tension in this story. Thank you. <laughs> I wrote that too. I'm like and they're all talking about They're all talking, talking about it about Holmes is women, talking about man. it, which is not a yeah. Holmes thing. Vernier is talking about it. The, the new characters are talking about it.
1: Yeah, like, I mean, like, the, the closing of the one chapter, like, Holmes is like, Lady Verse, not your type, huh? He's like, yeah. no. He's like, I know who it is, though. Yeah. Know who it is? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. Marsh, isn't yeah. it? And he's like, yeah. yeah, actually, it is. Yeah.
0: Like, what? First of all, the guy's got a wife at home <laughs> who, was, who was invited on this trip and could pop up at any moment, it sounds Apparently. like. Apparently. Yes.
1: <laughs> What's with the locker room talk, man? I don't it's so odd. It is. And then we get to, you know, like they go and visit, you know, late you know, Diana Marsh and Lady Vare, who I don't trust her, and she's very weird herself. <laughs> I don't oh, trust boy. anybody in this story. I
0: wrote that too. Everyone is suspicious <laughs> or I put poorly written.
1: I can't tell the difference. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I don't think Sir Nathaniel de Salas is. I'm like, I liked him. I was like, okay, I all right, like this yeah, yeah, guy. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, okay. but then, I'll give you like, that. But then there's comments that he makes. where like, now they're like, again, they're like, that Lady Vera. <laughs> it's true. He's still
0: got the tension.
1: I'm not dumb enough to think I could ever be with that. Uh, but uh, and then like, and this would give Renier credit when he gets upset because he's like. Let me get this straight. Lady vere is a gold-digging chiseler. <laughs> You're happy with that. She's such a lady. Miss Diana Marsh, who doesn't care about money, right, is interested in young Selton. And you say, well, she's not a good match because, you know, she's poor and she's looking for money. What? Yeah. And he's like, you can't have it both ways. And, like, Nathan... So Sal is just blusters, He's like, well, no, it's different. It's different. And he's like, no, it's not. Yeah. You know what? Yeah. I think it's time I go. <laughs> um, you know, but like overall, I really like his character though. Dude, I would love to live in a tower like, or at least oh, have yeah, a tower yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. If I'm like live, I don't know. It's a lot of steps, <laughs> man. Um, I'm, I'm not exactly svelte. Right, I'm not <laughs> huge either, but I'm portly, and its I don't see yeah, me making yeah. it. We're not adding steps to staircases. <laughs> I, steps I agree. My, i my, myself. And it's like, what I did find funny was that when he's like, because, I mean, it's it's the 19th century. They have somewhat functioning bathrooms now. Right, yes. And he's like, I added a privy. I'm like, <laughs> you added a privy? You mean one of those things where you, you defecate, and it falls down yeah. the length of the tower. Yeah, the down a Shoot. Yeah. <laughs> Plops at the bottom yeah. like a stable. Yeah. Somebody shovels it out. Is it's that like, what we that's got? like medieval times? Exactly, <laughs> man. That's exactly how that was. It's straight up, dude. Whole, whoo, all the way down.
0: Um, but so, that was funny. Side note uh, it, it, when I was in high school, uh, I took a world history class. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, of course I did, because I didn't really get to choose. <laughs> I had a mm-hmm. world history class in high school. Uh, and uh, our uh, teacher uh, was showing us a video one day on some kind of medieval stuff mm-hmm. and uh, we found out uh, afterwards he did not preview this video before <laughs> showed it to And uh, as a teacher, uh, you must preview all videos before you show them to a class yeah because you never know. And there was an extensive section on this medieval video about privy style. <laughs> things and, uh, you know, uh, mm-hmm. using those tunnels. And it was very descriptive, uh, both visually and verbally. And uh, 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 after it was over, he's like, hey, sorry, guys, I didn't watch that first. And we're like, oh, we figured that we out. We figured that out. <laughs>
1: That's funny. It was pretty funny. That is very funny.
0: <laughs> he was also the vice principal of the school, so I don't think he got in trouble because, you know...
1: He'd have to write himself he had up. had to write
0: himself up. Uh, so sorry. yeah. I'm sure he showed it again That's the next great. year. <laughs> uh, but this book is weird.
1: It is, man. I it is weird. And we I, still haven't gotten anywhere. I know, I
0: know. What what got me to is by chapter three, I was very weary of the dialogue from Selton. Because Selton's character still, I have no idea who he really is and I guess maybe that's sort of the point but also his dialogue every time the man speaks it's written as he starts a sentence then there's the ellipses and then he like starts a new sentence halfway through his sentence and it happens every time.
1: They made they Cicillano made him too much of an overgrown child. Yes. And that's how it feels. Yeah. And it's like the fact that he was, like, appalled and greatly embarrassed about that she wore a corset. Yeah, he, like, ran away. Yeah, like, that's a little too much. Like, yeah. we get the whole... something. You know what? Sir Nathaniel's speech about, this is a good boy right here, that's all you need. Yeah. You don't need yeah. him going, I heard the word corset, and now I'm, <laughs> I'm going to go to a priest and confess. Yeah. We don't need that. No. It's just not necessary, but that's how they have this character. Yeah. Um, and even, it even seems like Diana Mars is m- more mature in respects than Selton. I would agree with that, yeah. Which is, like, I don't know what, and that's fine, it's just like... Yeah. But as far as how the story's going, like, I don't know what you're trying to achieve with that. Yeah. Um, I don't get it. Um, like I said, I feel like we still are nowhere. Yes, I mean, the the, the
0: plot of this is that Selton comes and says... There's this legend of this white worm, and he and he reads them, or Holmes reads mm-hmm. rather, this like legendary story about about you know sort of like a classic tale of of you know uh, a a woman seeming to be alluring yeah. uh, ends up turning into the monster, sort of like you know the, right. the old tales of, of mermaids and, and that yeah. kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and where I guess we're, we're referring to like a dragon, snake-like creature, right? Um, and there seems to be a curse on, on this family, right. I guess. Um, and yeah, we don't really get much further in the plot than
1: that. I think the only thing we determined, like that Holmes determined was the document wasn't ancient. It was, right. it was very much manufactured. Yes. That way. And they almost look at the ground several times.
0: They talk about looking at the location Where this white worm allegedly came up Mm -hmm. the pit, they they say, well, we're going to look at it soon, and then somebody and then Lady Bird says, "I'll take you sometime another time." Mm -hmm. I don't correct me if I'm wrong. They didn't. They haven't gotten
1: there yet. No, and that's a really great point. I didn't even think of that, but you're absolutely right. Wouldn't that be the first place you go? First place you go. Let's see this pit. Yeah. Nope.
0: They get to this house, Selton doesn't even see... I mean, Selton is like, oh no, mom and dad are coming home. <laughs> like, he's like, I like the solitude. And so, but like, so I don't... He
1: seems suspicious. I don't think he's suspicious.
0: Well, maybe he's just stupid. I don't
1: know. I feel like he's... Like, like you said, immature or... He's I don't... also very... They're trying to go for simple and pure, and I get I that. Yes. Guess... Because he's even like, look, I have... I have three servants. He's like, yeah. You know, my parents travel in state. Like, and I could see that. Like yeah. he's like, yeah. I'm not about that. Like they've got to have this entourage, the latest London fashions. He's like, I don't need that. Yeah. Um so I get that part. Um he's, he's awkward around everybody. He is. Not he even is. Holmes and
0: Wa- not, Watson. not Watson. Not even Holmes and Veneer, mm-hmm. but he—he's Vernier. But I'll call Vernier. him Veneer. That's fine. Vernier.
1: I like it. <laughs> Henry Veneers. We'll call him Hank from now
0: on because he's just an imposter. Hank Veneer. <laughs> um, but he's also like he leaves them with. Um, oh, the uh, I forgot the guy in the tower's name already. Nathaniel um, Nathaniel yeah. he leaves them with Nathaniel cuz he seems like he doesn't want to be there. Well, he's concerned
1: about uh Diana
0: Marsh. Yeah. That's why he leaves. He's like oh, I'll, be, I'll I'll come back, you know, and uh-huh. pick you up late like he just it's it's he's like a um simple but he's also like a, a ball of nerves. Yeah. I agree.
1: He is and it's like how do you take him? Yeah. I don't, I don't know th- I definitely think yet. he's the victim. But Yeah. We don't have enough. We don't have enough. Not enough has happened yet. No. And again, we're I mean, chapter 4
0: starts on my book page 85. I mean, yeah, I've the same copy. So You're we right, you're right. Are, it's the same. I think it's probably the only copy. Yeah. It's the only I think yeah, this is the only Yeah, cuz this is where it
1: premiered. So yeah. yeah.
0: So this is the only um yeah. physical copy of this book. So we're we're pretty far into the story as far as of the way I'm end.
1: concerned. We're a quarter of the way into this story. And part. nothing has really happened no. yet. And the one thing, normally we have a lot of, let me take Silver Blaze. Right. Holmes will say many times, like, I'm piecing it together. Yeah. I just need that final thread. Right. Like, right. we get none of that. No. We get after he, after he talks to Evans the Valet. Of, <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah, I think that's, that settles a couple things. Yeah. And like normally, you as the reader with these stories can go. I think I see what he's ta- he's wrapping up, right? You know what I mean. I mean, of course, sometimes you don't. But like, yeah, this was like that clears up a couple things, and you're yeah. like, what couple things? Right. I don't know what that clears up. Well, it's like the beginning no clue.
0: where he's like, it's about a lady. How do you know? Well, I'm not telling you. I'm not telling you.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like even with Silver Blaze, like yeah. he wasn't telling Ross, he wasn't telling anybody. Right. But you, you could see the workings of how he's coming to it, and that. Ha- yes. We know how he knows. We just don't know what he knows. Yeah, uh, I agree. Like it's very, and again, it's they've Holmes's character is very muted. Yeah, and he's mean. He's. I don't know if I picked up well, on mean. He's just acting in ways that Holmes does. He's agitated.
0: I feel like he's he's walking around a little bit more agitated than normal.
1: I'm not picking up no, on that. Give I me an example. On, what do you mean? Because well, I'm not picking up on
0: that. May, maybe I'm just... May, there could be possibly two reasons why I'm saying that. Maybe because he does keep bad-mouthing Watson several times. Yeah. So he's agitated at people who say, Hey, it's, it, where's Watson? And maybe also because I was agitated <laughs> during as maybe. I was reading it. Maybe I was reading in agitation mm-hmm. that isn't there and maybe just cuz he doesn't seem like the Holmes I know. He doesn't seem like the Holmes from Silver Blaze. Mm-hmm. He doesn't seem like the Holmes from Sherlock Holmes versus Dracula. The mm-hmm. Canon Holmes or the Pastiche Holmes. Yeah. So you're right. Maybe maybe he doesn't seem agitated. Maybe he just seems so different and I don't know how to put it into words
1: yet. That's how I feel. He's yeah. just different. Yeah. He's just he's very different and it's like it's it's not the same Holmes. And and, and I feel it's, I feel like Vernier, I mean, he's being a he's being a jerk to Selton. Yeah. That's how when they like did you know the initial interview, that's how it felt. Like Maybe that's
0: what I'm feeling too. Maybe I'm getting Vernier's I kind of so. attitude. Because even like when they come out of um at one point, oh yeah, after um, they meet Lady Ver, mm-hmm. um, and she leaves, and they step out, he says, "Idiots!" <laughs> like, yeah, he calls them idiots. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, and that—that's very
1: So he's kind of uh, a little stuck up, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, I do give this Holmes credit, though. Okay. Um, you know, um. When he's talking about this whole thing, you know, Vernier exclaims, Snake! I exclaimed as he could not seem to finish. He nodded. I shook my head. Oh, that is simply preposterous. And like, Holmes says, obviously Mr. Selton does not find it preposterous. So like... Okay, yeah. We've seen Holmes do that. We've seen that in, in the Borough Cornette. Yeah. When he's like, you've obviously encountered something very difficult. And I'm here to listen. That's true, and I
0: did like Holmes uh, speaking of difficult encounters. I like the uh the French phrase that Holmes uses
1: um, I don't have the page, but about the math is it math, by a quote of a mathematician, yes, yeah, where okay. he
0: says the essentially the the stranger the problem the 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 larger the amount of evidence you need right, right, right. To, solve, Th- to, correct. To, to to back something up, yes, and I thought that was a really good point mm-hmm. um, and you know that doesn't seem to be an original Holmes quote, but he's quoting it, and so I appreciate that yes uh Holmes doing that in this in as this do I. I agree, but I think you know even uh, even like i mean just a second ago um and the way we're talking. And even when you were referring, you said this. I give this Holmes credit, because even in our mind, we're like this. This isn't Holmes. It's is a different. It's an alternate reality yeah. version of Holmes. I agree. And uh, it's hard. It's hard for me to reconcile this. Right. So it's. I mean, maybe this book is going to turn out to be a fantastic mystery. Maybe I hope so. Yeah. But it's. 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 It needs to. It needs to reel me in. I. It hasn't. Correct in my mind, earned my trust yet.
1: Yeah, it's lacking as a Sherlock Holmes story. Yeah. It could be a great mystery. It could be. It could be. It's lacking as that Again, and maybe I'm wrong, but it just... It feels like he's just trying to change... He's like, I'm going to make Sherlock Holmes how I want him to be. Yeah. And he doesn't do it well. And like we... Yeah, I, I agree. He doesn't transition that well. It's... And like
0: we said, there, there are times where authors play with it, like Michael Dibdin with The Last Sherlock Holmes, or Nicholas mm-hmm. Meyer, all that kind of stuff. We see that, at, but they're playing with the characters within the bounds. Right. Y- you know, you can change what they do and the situations they're in, mm-hmm. but you don't change the fundamental basics right. of, of who they are. Correct. Um, And to me, I mean, I know that Doyle wrote a couple of short stories later on where Holmes tells them um, and Watson's not in them because they're like, maybe from the years Holmes was away, you know, in between Final Problem, Empty House, Mm -hmm. or, you know. But um, I don't know that I've ever encountered a a novel that has homes with a totally separate partner. It's
1: the first one I've encountered.
0: Yeah. I mean I guess the only thing I could think of is <clears throat> the the Laurie R. King novels that follow the Beekeeper's Apprentice storyline mm-hmm. where he's retired. But that's when he's retired. And he gets married, you know, right. to that younger girl.
1: Yeah, it's not them it's not But it's
0: not Watson and I had a fight. Correct.
1: Yeah. And it's when he's much older and retired. It's yes. not we're in the prime of things here. Right. Like...
0: And even Watson is in some of those stories. Watson yeah. comes and visits, you right. know. like Watson's close yeah.
1: friend. He's still yeah. there. Like, I, I agree. And I... Again, like you said, maybe we need to read more of this and watch it develop.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, but it's just... It's just so many things that are... It, it just doesn't... It just doesn't go well. Yeah. Um... And we t- we talked about the sexual tension that gets created. That that seems out of place Which in the Sherlock strange. Holmes story as well. I agree. Um it it's very strange. Um it crossed my mind that maybe Lady Selton is the one not, yeah, Lady Vare is <laughs> right. the one that's tried to sway Adam Selton. Yeah. Despite how she's trying to put these two together. And it's funny, like, she talks about like oh, the, these these young ones don't know anything about manners and how things are done properly. Yeah, right. And I'm like, you're totally putting these two on the spot. Yeah, like, yeah. Like, you can clearly see she don't like wearing that dress. Right. He doesn't like being put in this position because yeah. he's very private about his feelings. Yeah. And you're, like, pressing him like, she looks great, don't she? Yeah. Doesn't she look good? <laughs> Say she looks good. Like... What's going on, man? Yeah. And like, it's like, it's very strange. Um, and there's just a lot of, there's a lot of Henry,
0: Henry Vernier noticing women in weird descriptive ways too. Yeah. I thought, you know? Um, and I don't know how old Henry is supposed to be. I'm not sure either. Um Yeah. Because I, I don't think there was a year given at the beginning of this story. No. No, I don't. So I don't know when this is supposed to take place. What year this is supposed to take place. Um, I'm not too sure either. Um, because, <clears throat> I mean, uh, Celestiano definitely is not playing the game at pretending he's the editor of a lost manuscript. Correct. Um. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know what when this is supposed to happen. Uh, April. It's in April. That's as much as we get. Um. But yeah, so I'm not sure how old. I mean, even Henry, he seems like he's younger than Holmes, or at least at least the same age. I don't think he's older. Um. I don't know. it, It just. Yeah. I don't like him as a character.
1: I don't either. Yeah. Um, He's... I guess just like... So, for example, like on page 50, Lady Vare, she says, Ah, yes, I remember that aspect of your character talking about Holmes. And... Holmes looks irritated, which was generally the case when someone indicated they knew about him Having read Watson's mm, stories, right? So again, like it's this, you know, <laughs> the words of DMX, F what you heard, right? This is the real deal now. Yeah, like, yeah. Like you're obliterating the whole canon. Yeah, I'm like, w- I know we like we keep talking about this this episode, but it's like, are do you think your you think your stuff don't stink? Like, is that how this is? Like, do you yeah. feel like you're totally going to surpass Doyle because, like, he did it wrong? Like, what are you trying to accomplish? Yeah, I man? don't know. I don't know. It's it's just very... If he if he doesn't mean to come off that way, um, he's coming off that way. I agree. And then you've got... Like, I want to point out... Like, this Caswell, this Lord Caswell... Dude, he sounds like a sociopath... Like, he really sounds like he's got some issues here, man. Like, um, he says, uh, where is it, uh, you know, he he was studying in the East, um, here you go, um, so Mr. Caswell decided to come home to Castor Regis at last. Anyway, he believes in, in mesmerism, spiritualism, and all that sort of thing. He thinks that with a strong will, can control weaker beings. Well, that's frightening. Yeah. <laughs> that's frightening. Yeah. Because I don't think he's talking about field mice. No. I think he's probably talking about something.
0: <laughs> <He's> <laughs> I mean, honestly. Look <laughs> He's that. <laughs> he's being portrayed as a weaker person. Yeah, that's true. In some form or another.
1: Yeah, maybe that's a clue. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know either. But that's the other thing. That's a weird thing that they're like, uh, this letter is uh, talking about your manhood. And I'm like, Again, man, like, are we talking about this dude's private parts? Like, why are we doing this? Yeah, I, I it's so, yeah. And you know yeah. me, Tom, I love a dirty joke. <laughs> I've told them. I don't get this, though. Yeah. This doesn't make any sense yeah. to me. Because it's not even like it's just a comment in passing.
0: They're harping on this stuff. They
1: are, man, and it's, I don't get it. I mean, it's reference after reference. It is, and I don't know if that's because in the preface he talks about, um, you know, the... the Talk about the, the story, the, you know, The Lair of the White Worm. So the fear of female sexuality also found in Dracula reaches new heights, and Freudians can have a field day. The femme fatale villainess who is both a woman and a centuries-old gigantic white serpent is unintentionally comical, as is, as is her final fate. So I don't know if he's trying to pull on elements from that story, but again, why would you do that if you are telling us in the author's preface that that was a garbage story? Yeah, yeah, you're right, because he he does not like it, that's obvious. And, like, I feel like, you know, Lady Vera's like, oh, I love snakes. Like, that's too on the nose. (laughs) Like, it really, (laughs) really is. Like, it's like, really? Like, that's what you're... So either she's definitely not. Yeah. She's not this serpent. Or she is, and you just, you really did a horrible, like you said... A, right. a horrible way of writing it. Yeah. Like, and again, we we won't
0: know till the end probably if this was bad or not. You know, correct. writing. Unless it maybe it's a parody novel. We didn't know. Maybe.
1: <laughs> it is. It's just. It's it's a really tough chew right now. Yeah. I um, I I almost
0: I almost texted you earlier in the week. I'm like, you choose the right book, Mike. <laughs> One <laughs> to hear cold, man, cold, and that's good. I'm glad we did. Yeah, because, no, I know that, yeah. but it's like it's <laughs> just
1: the right thing you want to talk about. And yeah, like, it just I'm like, wow, this is all right. Yeah, and I'm like, even like at the at the end of chapter three, when they're out there, it's the sunset, and they see these green lights, yeah. over by Diana's Grove, and like we don't have this the semi monologue of Sherlock going. Just having this monologue about the lights, and he's just like, ah, probably a big lantern with a green lens on it. Like, yeah. I feel like holding really? let's go, you know, and they go yeah, and they check like, it out. Yeah, man, like they're out there. Or I agree. I didn't even think of that. You're absolutely or, right. Or
0: they go out before it even happens. They're hiding in the woods and he's telling me, shh, don't say a word while while he's talking, you know, I want that again. Yeah, you know? Like yeah.
1: like with the um with the uh the, the blue fur lady in uh, Yeah.
0: Or in The Christmas Demon as well.
1: Yeah. They're out there, they're out there out waiting there. for something to happen. Yeah, and like you said, we haven't even gone to the site of right. where all this is supposed to be taking place to or eighty some peaches. In. They seem to be very passive, yeah. so far, and that's that's striking to me too. I agree. It's again, other than ascertaining that was a forgery document,
0: right? We yeah. have nothing, yeah.
1: And it's strange. It's very strange being a quarter of the way into this book, yeah, into a novel, whereas you know Sherlock Holmes versus Dracula, Christmas Demon. We yeah. already had all kinds of meat to work with. Yeah. And just as a reader of going, hey, what's going on? Who did this? Yeah. Like, we've got nothing. Yeah. Um, Yeah. So it's... I mean, hey,
0: maybe chapter four is where it picks up and swings us right into it.
1: Hopefully. I hope so. But it is feeling very... Yeah. I Just in general, like... It... It put us both out when we are like, <laughs> "Oh, it's not Watson." Yeah, and it took me a page and a half to understand
0: that. Yeah, yeah, not good. And again, no we're blame. we're coming into novel I think four, of three his? or four, um, because if I'm looking at the at the opener and not the uh, of the like the also yeah. buy. I
1: thought this was three, but
0: this is four, uh, because it looks like first with the Angel of the Opera, yeah, then the Web Weaver. Okay. And then the Grimswell curse.
1: Okay, so yeah, then it's the fourth.
0: So this is the fourth. So this is, you know, episode four of this season, right? <clears throat> right. So we're coming in a little handicapped in that regard. Um, so at, at the very least, we, we, the, the chapter one is designed for you to know that it's not Watson right away. Now, I I think if if this is truly meant to be the fourth in a series, chronologically. Now, maybe they should have, you know, number mm-hmm. four on the side of it, you know. Uh, but it might not be meant to be read independently of the other three. It, does, it is referencing at least a Grimswell curse a lot. Yeah. But at the same time, the back of the book should say something like... And his new partner,
1: right. Dr. Henry Vernier. Correct. Or you know, The Adventures of Sherlock Holmes and Henry Vernier. Yeah.
0: Or The Continuing Story, you know, or something like that. Yeah. Because, it, cause, I mean, I've had this book on my shelf for a long time. Yeah. And I did not, there's no indication that this is not a traditional Correct. Holmes and Watson there adventure.
1: Is, and I feel like you, said so you need to tell the reader that. Um, or else it's, we're baffled. Right. Um, same thing with that, that short Christmas Sherlock Holmes story we read. I'm like, it shouldn't take me a quarter way through a story in that case to go, oh, this isn't even about Sherlock Holmes or Watson. Like they're guest stars at best. Like...
0: Now I I'm I'm looking at uh the Web Weaver is another one that was on my shelf. So mm-hmm. that's his book two. Okay. In the series. Right. And the back of the book does talk about with the help of his cousin, but it does it has, makes no indication that there's no Watson on the back of the book. Right. It's say with like with his new partner. That would you know, or something like yeah. that. Yeah. Although, um, uh we do have violet wheelwright <laughs> on in this story okay so that apparently that reference is a callback to this because it says there uh mr donald wheelwright engages <clears throat> sherlock holmes okay that so this is the wheelwright story the web weaver um so again i think that there's a lot of callbacks yeah to previous cases um and I don't like that to an extent because, again, it seems like a commercial for Mr. Siliciano's other books. Right. Um, the, the the most engaging one cases ever, you know. Um, yeah, man. Uh, so, yeah. And then the other one I had is The Moonstone's Curse, which is not mm-hmm. on the original list. So that means this is another
1: another one. What What's the publishing date? Because that might be after this one. Seventeen. Yeah. So this 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 is
0: the next
1: one. Yeah. The Moonstone's Curse is the next one. Yeah. I don't know, man. I mean I mean I guess people are enjoying it because he's writing multiple of these things.
0: Yeah. So I mean we got at least five of them here. Yeah. I don't know if he wrote more after this, but there's at least five of these Henry Vernier series
1: books. It again it's it's okay. I don't begrudge Holmes a romance. No, of course not. But it even just as far as it needs to make sense, you need to make it make sense. Yeah, because you have Irene Adler being basically. he he's he's got the gold coin in his watch chain she gave him. Right. Like, yeah, you need to make that stuff make sense. You need to be. Maybe they did it in the other cohesive. novel. Yeah, maybe they made it make sense to Web webweaver. I suppose. Uh but like, but like. You, and then you make... It's like... Then how does she compare to Irene Adler? How do yeah. you do that? Yeah. like Or how do you how do you make the case that... Well, my most curious and fascinating cases took place with you, Henry Veneer, sitting on that sofa. Like, <laughs> really? Yeah. Everything that's been written, even just from a chronological standpoint, of like, it's 2016, and you've had 130 years of fandom, and you're telling me that... You 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 know you know Sam Siciliano's case cases that you've wrote are or yeah, have written are the best ever. Yeah. That's how it comes off to me. And if it if it's not how it's supposed to come off, you did a very poor job. Yeah. I uh, I mean and you know, again, I
0: I I don't begrudge Sherlock a, a, a love interest. No, you know, I think Irene Adler has to be dealt with in somehow, and men, that's usually the case. People bring her into things. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I read The Beekeeper's Apprentice. I, I read a little bit of the rest of that series. It mm-hmm. wasn't really my thing, mm-hmm. but I mean, that that sort of made sense in Sherlock Holmes' retirement. I just pulled this off my shelf. Oh. I read this years ago. There's a book called Sherlock in Love,
1: okay. by
0: uh, Sena Jeter Naslund. I suppose. Cena okay. said it. Um, and uh, this is, I remember this being very interesting uh, because uh, it's about how Sherlock Holmes got his Strandivarius. Um, oh. And actually opens again with Watson af- writing this down uh, after Holmes' death mm-hmm. uh, and kind of relaying a message. He There's part where he thinks he sees Sherlock Holmes ghost haunting him. Okay. It's actually a very unique story. Um, I remember enjoying that. So, I mean, I, I'm i okay with that storyline. But, um, like you said, maybe the web weaver has more of that in there. Maybe. But, I mean, I'm not a fan of just sexual tension throughout a Sherlock Holmes story. Especially when it's unexplained. <laughs> it's
1: unexplained. <laughs> it's unexplained. <Yeah. laughs> it's unexplained. Like I said, it's like... it's. But I know who's your type, and that's weird Dynamarch, stuff. Like you said, it? locker room talk. Yeah. You know, it's it's strange. It, it is strange, um, and even stranger so coming from me, as you know me, um, as do other people. <laughs> and like, believe me, I, well, I'm well. I'm painting myself in a bad light when I'm really not. <laughs> but um, it's like you, it's locker room talk, and it's not explained why. Yeah, like why are why are we talking about this? In the context of, you're obviously a married man with a closed relationship, right? So why are we talking us in the fashion of like, she is your type, isn't she? Yeah, like you pursuing this, like how's what's going to happen with this? Yeah, like I don't know where it's
0: going. It's almost like it's like they're saying your grandpa Sherlock Holmes, you know, like Like one of those types of things. Yeah, they they talk racy here. (laughs) Don't get me
1: wrong, like. (laughs) Humans have eyeballs. Yeah. And Everybody looks. And this it's is not, not crazy, like overly
0: racy either. No, yeah, it's We're being kind of facetious about it. But, it's, yeah. it's
1: odd for Sherlock it Holmes' is story. That's, it's jarring. It's, it's jarringly <laughs> odd. Because it's not... The amount of times we hear him say, Yeah, it's not for me. Yeah. Nope. I am addicted to what I do. Yeah. No time for, for any kind of love interest yeah, in my life. Yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden you're like... What's she thinking about over there, Sherlock? And he's like, Oh, Violet Wheelwright. And like, What? What are you talking about? You're still trying to figure out why you were wrong with Irene Adler. Like, that's what you're thinking about. Like, how you got dude. Moriarty might be back home. What are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) It's true. Like, it's just, it's, uh, it's boggling. It is. Um,. I'm I'm glad that you felt the same way. <laughs> I had a feeling we'd be on the same page. So did I. <laughs> <laughs> like even if we weren't, still makes for good episode. Uh, absolutely. But um, <clears throat> pardon me, folks. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's gonna be interesting where this goes. Yeah, I have no idea where we're headed. Yeah. Um, if those of you who are reading along. Hit us up on Instagram or whatnot. Tell us your thoughts. Yeah, please. I'd love to hear them. Yeah, love to know if there's anybody else out there that hates this, or maybe there's maybe you're out there and you've read all of Mr. Siciliano's books. Yeah, and you're like, let me tell you why they are the greatest things since sliced bread.
0: Yeah, Watson who? Yeah, Watson who?
1: Right? Yeah, Watson yeah. who? Right? <laughs> yeah, Watson <laughs> who. Um, hit us up because we'd love to know. Um, but uh, until next time, we're going to be continuing on with uh, the cardboard box in the original canon. Mm. And then we are going to be tackling the next three chapters of this year' novel. So that's going to be four, five, and six. And that'll take us to page
0: 234
1: yep, in our copy here, which <laughs> I guess you're right. It's probably the only copy.
0: Yeah, just kidding. It's not that long. Um, oh, yeah,
1: you're right. I'm over here we flipping through. I like, <laughs> yeah, because it's like what, chapters one and two were kind of brief. And then, you know, three was like, wow, that's long. I um, mean, we, we are going to be... Chapter six ends at uh,
0: page 155. It's nuts. So that's pretty much like the halfway
1: point, I think. It's yeah. It's looking like, uh, yeah. I th- yeah, that'll be half. Yeah. Um. Just as an aside, I, I'm trying to, so when we do these novels, and Tom's aware, because you know, we always talk about it, trying to knock out a novel a month. Yeah. So whatever length this book is, basically a quarter at a time. Yeah. So it's gonna be done in four quarters. So that's that's the goal. Um that way, so at least by the end of the year we've done twelve short Holmes novels yeah. for you. And that's so, great. Yeah, which will be great. Um I did slow the pace down a little bit with the original short stories just because I feel like there's a lot to unpack in those. Oh, absolutely. Those original yeah. original material. Yeah. So we're gonna drop down to doing one a week. Um, you know what I mean, in order to kind of be able to delve into that a little bit more.
0: And yet, um, if there's if there's novels that maybe you've always wanted to read or want to recommend to us that we read for future times, uh, send those, uh, to us as well. I mean, you can send the actual books, I suppose, but I mean, you know, send the, uh, <laughs> send the, the recommendations, recommendations, you know, cause yeah, Mike absolutely. and I are always looking for a, a good recommendation for a Holmes novel. Um, and yeah. there's, there's plenty that we haven't read. So. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Oh my God, there's countless. Yeah. So I agree. With, I, I agree with, uh, with Tom. Tom's right. Send, send, send us the titles, you know what I mean? And that'll that'll be fun to fun to peruse. So And if you are Sam Siliciano, please let us know what
0: you are thinking. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and, and if you're gonna go through with the defamation lawsuit. <laughs> 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 just so we know. Just thirty days. We, that's yeah, all. We Get our affairs in order. Up. That's just heads yeah. up. We can prepare. <laughs> you know, all that good stuff. So
0: don't let Mike fix his car before, <laughs>
1: before we're sued. Yeah, we're yeah, yeah, please, at least just, just let me get that it. done. It's very breezy in that car now. <laughs> it's and it's winter time. It's cold out. It's cold out. I'm accepting donations. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's what that's what car insurance is for. Which I'm sure there'll be a thousand dollar deductible, which uh, means okay. I gotta pay for the winter myself anyway. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> But anywho, uh, we'll uh, we'll catch you. We'll catch you kids next time.
0: Yes, next time. Yep.
1: <laughs> and uh, have a good rest of the week. See ya. Thank you, everybody, for joining us once again for iHeart Sherlock podcast. You could be doing anything with anybody, anywhere right now, but you've decided to take your hard-earned free time stop by and listen to Tom and I uh, chew the fat about some Sherlock Holmes stories. We're so glad that you joined us today.
0: We're looking forward to next time where we'll continue having a good time sleuthing
1: together. Yes, sir. Thanks again, and we'll catch you next time. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram and please click and like uh, and subscribe on Spotify uh, and coming soon to other podcast platforms. Thank mm-hmm. you.